Hey guys, it's Crystal. Spotify makes it easy to never miss a new episode of your favorite podcasts. All you have to do is find the, new, the My Random World page and click the following button. You can also turn on notifications here to alert your phone when a new episode drops. If you can't listen right away, just click the plus sign at the bottom of the episode. It will save the episode to a playlist for you to listen to later. And if you want to brag about us to all your friends, because everyone likes a good brag, click the three dots next to the following button and then click on share. And now back to the show. presence has been detected and recorded. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to another episode. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you doing? What did I sign up for? <laughs> welcome back to my random world. This is weird. <laughs> just thought I'd give a fun little different. I'm, I'm like, I'm gonna leave it. I'm uncomfortable it's, in my kitchen. <laughs> it's Masterpiece Theater. <laughs> we like, I'm gonna leave that to Lenny Kravitz's daughter. <laughs> That's not the show I'm doing. So he does that? Yeah, he does sometimes. But yeah, welcome back. I, of course, am your host. I didn't come to play. I came to slay. It's me, Chris. <laughs> Everybody gird your loins. It's Crystal. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and she's it's got true. her phaser set to stunning. It's Jody. <laughs> Our peanut No, gallery. that is true, because we already had one fight <laughs> over franchise. Oh, and I wanted to tell you, this is why I said what I said about sequels oh, and franchises. Uh-oh, we're okay. not even into the she, episode, she and here we go. Up the fucking definition. I had to explain why it was what I said it was. When why you, I was When wrong. you have a sequel, it is the second movie, right? It is the sequel. When you have three movies, it's a trilogy. When you have three or more movies that is a succinct um, story in one, it is a saga. And when you have... Three or more um, stories in an entire universe where it's an intellectual property, then you have a franchise. That's why okay. I was very like, a sequel has to be a sequel. I still think gets... any movie that comes after the first is a sequel. And you were wrong. <laughs> but you have to be specific. Otherwise, people will get confused, including you. Anyway. <clears throat> That take much. Wow, this t- this episode is taking an Sorry, interesting. I beginning. just wanted to explain <laughs> my reasoning behind it. That's uh, all. Uh, anyway, so to explain to our confused listeners uh, out there, <laughs> today's episode. <laughs> the more you know. We're, <laughs> we're going to be doing something a little different. So I'm probably going to be more confused anyway. But we're doing what's called a nerd battle. Yes. So. Our MC over here, she's going to explain it. But we want to give yeah. credit to where we. <laughs> I am. So, I'm going to talk okay, about good. it. Okay. So um, I, I have mentioned on occasion that there are a few other podcasts that I have listened to, and in some of those podcasts, they have done work called Nerd Battles, and um, I have also found a podcast that is nothing but them called Nerd Rage: The Great Debates. <clears throat> and so basically, I took a page from their book and adapted it for the setting for just the three of us because there is only just the three of us um and so what we did was we took two all-encompassing themes we took um doctor who doctor who and what was the other one technically movie franchises movie franchises 
And from there, we each got to choose a specific battle theme to which two people will decide uh, what they want to debate should be the correct answer for that, for that question. And then one unbiased person who will be the judge who will decide uh, who gave the better debate and pick that one. Yeah, who's the master debater? <clears throat> oh, stop it. <laughs> I had to make that joke. No, you did not. <laughs> you could have put on the brakes, but you didn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> so the rules are simple. Two people go in, one will come out. Two were randomly picked to be uh, to debate a possible winner for our battle situations. The third person who was going to remain an unbiased judge will decide who will win upon their arguing merits. Each nerd warrior will get two to three minutes to argue why their choice should win. After both have gone, they each get a one-minute rebuttal to either reinforce their earlier points as to why they should uh, they should win, why their option should win, or if they want, they can smack talk uh, the points that the other person gave and say why they should be choosing over their opponents. Excuse the um, um, sound effects in the background. The dogs are... Our Dance. pup crew Our is doing um, no, their own playing. battle. <laughs> she, he's on the floor and she's like, hey, I'm going to go after your tail. You want to play? And now they're playing. Well, that's because he has green sticky things on his tail. I know. They were outside. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we have six battles in total under two umbrella themes that were ran that were um, randomly assigned. Uh, I gave everything a number then folded up numbers and everyone picked a number. Um, and we have gone the week without knowing who's going to do which battle and who is going to remain the unbiased judge for that battle. Um, that way uh, no one can try and um, influence it by picking a movie or subject matter that they know that that specific person would be more geared towards choosing. Um, also keep in mind that we are all good friends uh, there's going to be profanity, there's going to be name calling, there's going to be smack talking, but it's all in good fun and we will walk away friends. I hope. Yes. She sings. <laughs> I'm excited. All right. So without further ado, we have randomly numbered the three, uh, the six battles and, uh, Jody is going to roll a die and decide which one's going to go first. Three. Three is... The debate for the best Doctor Who villain. From the modern series. Yes. That is me and Jody. Mm -hmm. Chris. I am impartial. <laughs> yes. Chris will be uh, the judge. Remember, this is not about what your personal favorite is. This is about the facts presented or the opinions presented as if they were facts. <laughs> And who you think is the true winner. Okay. Okay. And I'm curious to see if we have different. <laughs> I hope so. There, there's a chance that, you know, the, you could have the same. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. If so, I have to, I'll come up with something on the fly. Um, all right. So we're going to roll a, a die to see who goes first. What do I got? Nine. 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 Okay. <laughs> Go to 12. I got 10. 10. Oh. Jody's gonna go first. Okay. And just to note, this is the the uh, uh, subject I picked. So. <laughs> yeah, he was mad he didn't get it. You don't get to do it. All right, you ready? All right, you ready? Tell me when you're ready. I think so. I don't know if I'm 
two minutes worth of talking, but sure. Wow. You take what you get. You don't have to use up the full two minutes. You just get two minutes to do it. And if you think of stuff while you're doing it, just put it in there. Okay. Okay. Ready? Sure. Set. Go. Okay. I think the best villain is Weeping Angels. Okay. Mm -hmm. They kill you in the nicest way possible. They send you back to the past. <coughs> right over there? Sorry. That's right. They send you back to the past. They touch you. If they touch you, they send you back to the past. And then they use up the energy that you had left in present time. Mm -hmm. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, let's see. I, they are scary as shit because they look nice and docile. You know, they're uh, stone angels like you would see in a graveyard with their face, their hands covering their face. But then if you blink, they may all of a sudden be standing right in front of you with a scary ass toothy grin or, well, toothy, <laughs> ah, you know, right. <laughs> uh, blink is one of my favorite episodes and the doctor is hardly in it. I mean, I, mm. and, and Oh, I just forgot her name and I didn't write it down. The person that started in the episode, she went on to way bigger and better like Oscar nominated movies and Oh, I think I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. I don't know um, her character name either. Na uh, Nightingale. It was something Nightingale. <laughs> well, no, that this. was her No, she was Sally. You know the actress. You yeah, got Sally. 30 seconds. Yeah. So Sally more... Sally Swallows and then her, friend, her friend was Night friend yeah, her friend was Sally Nightingale. Swallows because her friend fixed. got sent back to like the 1930s. I think okay. Um, also, it took Rory and Amy away from us, and I think it, Rory and Amy, yeah. And I think it proved that they truly loved each other because when Rory disappeared, Amy said, "If I let the same angel touch me, I have a chance of going where he is." And okay, am I done? Well, no, <laughs> but seconds. do you do you need to be done? I can be done. Okay. <laughs> okay. You reset that. I like how your whole thing was not really about how they're the best villain, but how their story arc was really just like the coolest story arc. Yeah, I didn't do that right, did I? <laughs> <laughs> it's a way to go. Well, she was given right why. Uh, I gave why, why I the thought best. they were the best villain. Yeah. Oh, sure. Okay, here's your buzzer, and it's gonna. So when it gets to one, you can hit that. But technically, I'm in the middle of something. I have that last minute to like finish up. To Can quote Fraser Crane, I'm listening. Are you ready? Are you prepared for this crazy train? <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. Okay, go. Okay. All right. So I think that the best villain for Doctor Who are actually the Time Lords themselves. Mm -hmm. So point in fact, they are scavengers and evil scientists. Their tech was stolen, alien tech, that they manipulated and scavenged to create their time travel tech. Then they kidnapped, manipulated, and experimented on a boy that we later learn is the doctor to create the regeneration process. Mm -hmm. That's not very nice. They are warlords hell-bent on becoming and staying supreme leaders. They've had three or four species race wars, and the final one, the time war, they actually started, and it is the war that killed them. <clears throat> this warlord mentality helps create abominations like the Master Missy, one of the most horrific monsters of all Gallifreyan time. <clears throat> and they are a time lord, him and herself. And their warmongering led them to restore the master's life after he was killed completely by the ravenous species. 
Instead of fighting their own war with the Daleks, they brought this monster back to life to help commit genocide on a second race. A genocide a second time. The Time Lords commit genocide. <clears throat> Talking about genocide. The Ravener, the Ravenous. Are, you, are we these, talking about genocide? These monsters killed the their entire race, except for one fucking family, so that they could feel better about themselves and said that they were taking the moral high ground. I offer that the Time Lords are actually a metaphor for Christianity and their bloody and monstrous story throughout time. Yep. They imprisoned, um, actually, actually even created the time war because get this, they decided that the Daleks were horrible and decided to send someone back in time to kill their entire race from even being created. Genocide. You got a I'm minute. Good. No, 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 we get two minutes. Hit the thing. Oh, okay. The extra minute is in case we have to. I have more, but I can put it in the rebuttal. I'm sure you have more. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. I got more. Probably more than it's a minute worth, but. Is it genocide? It might be genocide. I think it's genocide. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty awful. I mean, talking about some of the most horrific things that you can do, genocide is pretty much one of them. All right. Uh, Jody, do you have a rebuttal? Well, there has to be a rebuttal. <laughs> I did. Well, is my rebuttal against, I mean, your talking rebuttal up, talking is, up mine or talking down yours? It could be however you want to do it. It's your game to play. You can either talk down mine or you could say why yours is still a better pick than mine or you could just try and give more points as to why yours is the better pick, the better villain. It's It's up to you. I mean, if you want to keep talking, do we need to time this? <clears throat> well, think about in your head. What do you want? To, what do you want to okay, say? No, I got it. Okay, here, okay. give me the buzzers. How do I? Oh, I only need a minute though. Hold on. Oh, hello. <laughs> I'm special. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Go. So, talking. You want to talk genocide? I mean, that's the whole dialect that's their whole reason for existing is war i mean yet they will they would rather kill everyone and have them be the only species left i don't see the time lords doing that they did it two or three times in their earlier history they took out their but they also took out themselves doesn't matter they still committed genocide <laughs> keep going you're supposed to be talking Da, 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 da. Oh. I think I'm playing with a plus one in this. Huh? I think I'm playing these games with. <laughs> with a, what? I think I have a competitive edge in this game. <laughs> Come on, throw yourself into this. Yeah, I got. I don't. I I don't agree with it, but that's all I can say, and I can't. Yeah. Well, you're not. It doesn't matter if you agree or disagree with it. It matters what you're trying to say to say why yours is better than mine. Okay. <laughs> I can't. This is the first time we've done this. I can't. I, 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 I'm trying. Like, 
That's what I'm saying. Get- I, you know, what was it yesterday? Oh, just write down five points. Okay, I wrote down like five points on my person, and you got a fucking page and a half. And oh, well, I'm uh, that's all I got. And you're like, well, you haven't told me anything. Well, that's all I wrote down. I only talked three points. You have to give the points, and then you talk it up. Or if you have to write it down, like if you have to write it down, then you have to write it down. But it's like when I was talking about all that stuff, it was just three points that I knew in my head. Okay, th- this is my this is my thing to hit, but I know what I'm going to talk about. Okay, that's what that is. Do you want another minute for a? No, I don't. Are you sure? <laughs> I don't. I, I I'm not prepared for the rebuttal, so no, I don't. I you know, honestly, it it surprised me earlier today when you said, "Oh, well, you should have a rebuttal prepared." That was not something that was told me. You so, listen to no. those podcasts with me. You know how they go. Translation, she didn't pay attention when I told her how this was going to go. Nope. Should I just win? Uh, you know, I, I'm torn because personally, I agree with Jody. You can't. You can't. I know. I'm uh, just explaining. I'm just explaining. Personally, like I said, because they are my favorite. They are scary as hell, and I've actually got to face them in the forest in England. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the, the Doctor option Who isn't. But I know, I know. I wouldn't say the Time Lords are the scariest. But yeah, but I'm just saying. Yeah, but it's pretty damn evil. But going off of what you said, yes, I agree that the Time Lords are. You can are, agree are with very hers. villainous. Okay. Yes. yes, they are. I mean, you you can still name her the winner, but do not do not name yeah. someone the winner because I, they are. That's your what favorite. that's why I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. I'm like I'm splitting it up personally, and then you know, going with the arguments. With the arguments, you won. <laughs> not necessarily. I, no, you're gonna win. Every I mean, time true. With huh? You're gonna win every time with the arguments. <laughs> what? I can't, I can't compete with your arguments. <laughs> Should we not do this? No, no. Let's keep. Okay. Because you sound like you're not having fun. I'm having fun. But... No, I am. But it's just the fact that. I... I didn't even get into the point how they imprisoned the doctor twice. All because they were covering up their own crimes and they wanted him to take the fall for him. Or the fact that I they actually. I don't even remember that shit. Or the fact that they actually created gladiatorial games for their dark enjoyment in a place called the Death Zone on Gallifrey. But is they're that, evil wait, motherfuckers. Is, but wait, isn't that the classic that from, series? That's, that's from part? everything. That's from all of it. Because I, I don't, don't remember, remember that, that in the modern series. It's from all of the the imprisonment. The the second imprisonment was the eleventh doctor was Capaldi, and the castle with the glass. Oh yeah, that that yeah. one's in there. Yeah. Some of the genocides that is from um, John Hurt on. Some of the other stuff was earlier too, but this one we didn't say it had to be only modern. The companion we said had to be modern, and the uh, the I best we said story the best arc. villain was modern. No, you never no said. the best villain was not modern. Yeah. Hmm? All I did was pull up Wikipedia. <laughs> okay, it's not like I went and watched them all. Okay. All hmm. right, so round one over. <laughs> you better. Start so yes, uh, due to the best argument, Crystal, you have won that episode. Round. So, good job. I know that was heated, but 
We, it was only heated yeah. one side. <laughs> the but, dogs are now on separate leashes because they can't yeah, behave our, themselves. Yeah, our pup crew are a little too active. <laughs> a little too active, yes. All right, round two. Can you try, and, can you, can you try and flesh out the other ones? Like, build up, build up the pomposity. Well, let's see if you two are going at it again, or <laughs> we will eventually. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna roll the die. Three. Oh, that That's was that one. That's the one we just did. Yep. Can't do that again. Four. Best story arc. Oh, so we're staying with Doctor Who. <laughs> yes. That's you two. Doctor Who. You okay? Yeah. Hey. Okay. The Doctor Who. I want you to get. Yeah, I want you to feel that feeling. When you got mad at me because Ooh, I, I talked it. bad about Jane Austen movies. <laughs> Get that fire under your ass. <laughs> All right. No, that's fine. Oh, that's yours. That, I was about to say Dr. <laughs> Jones. <laughs> Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones. We went from Aqua to Hey, I mean, lady, Dr. you called him Dr. Jones. <laughs> well, that's Martha. So she became Dr. Jones. She did. Oh, that's right. I didn't think about that. I probably got the Doctor right. and Mrs. Jones. So within the Doctor Who verse, this is the best story arc, and we are sticking to the newer versions. That's Eccleston on, mm -hmm. or if you want to go in chronological order, John Hurt and on, <laughs> um, because it's most of what they have watched. I think I'm the only one that's mm -hmm. really watched. I've it. seen a few episodes of Classic. But a few, yeah. not like yeah, I'm not because I can't find you know the full seasons. They're hard. But, it's yeah. hard. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. All right. Um, who's going first? That would be me. Okay. <laughs> so she's got the timer. No, no, no. I no, it. you have to get the timer. Is what I'm saying. I'm sorry, I didn't have the timer. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here's the. Here's the mutton. <laughs> the mutton. The mutton. The button. <laughs> mutton chops. Okay. And All the right. Is nice and lean. <laughs> what is that for? Princess Bride. Oh, a, nice, nice. a nice MLT <laughs> where the mutton is nice and the It's a Billy Crystal's part. I gotcha. All right. Ready? All right. Wow. All me. right. Ready? And go. All right. So my opinion for the best story arc mm -hmm. is the identity of River Song. Okay. And this is, I'm going to tell you why right now. <laughs> I mean, she spans three different doctors. Tennant, Smith, and Capaldi. She, there's so many ups and downs. You know, you're meeting her in the reverse order from when she dies to back when the doctor first meets her. Okay. So I'm like, you have the library, which is like so iconic with her knowing who he is, but he has no idea how at the very end, spoiler alert, she knows his name and he ends up saving her in the library computer going through the weeping angels on um, the one planet with the, um, with the spaceship crash. Um, the uh, from her killing the doctor, you know, cause she was brought up on earth and, um, Oh God, I should have wrote this down. Uh, uh, the lady with the eye patch trains her to kill the doctor, although she's meant to love him mm -hmm. and then finding out that she's freaking Amy and Rory's daughter. And she has some tendencies of being a time Lord because she was, uh, conceived on the TARDIS. <laughs> Brown chicka. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, and then, um, when she kills the doctor, they they get married to fix the timeline, um, which is so amazing. And then also too the um, 
the ending is the best ending and the best, if uh, one of the best, if not the best Christmas episodes ever, The Husbands of River Song, mm-hmm. when she meets Peter Capaldi's face because she didn't know it because of that extra regeneration. And, I did love that um, scene. Yes. What did you say grinning at her? <laughs> and when uh, at the end, once they fix up the um, the, the restaurant mm-hmm. and they stay there for months and he gives her the sonic screwdriver. And I'm like, because <laughs> you're going to die soon. Spoiler. But, <laughs> but River like Song years late. <laughs> is just the best. And um, I'm finding all that out. The multi-episode oh. arc is just amazing. Hands We're down. 30, 30 seconds I win. Tune, Boom. Tune your turn. <laughs> All right. You didn't have the same thing, did you? No, I did not. Okay. Just <laughs> That's sure. why I went. <laughs> <laughs> I did warn us to try and come up with two just in case one of us picked what the I other was one did. Here and I'm and like, I don't did think not. any of us did. <laughs> I'm sitting here and I'm like, Oh shit! I didn't think about it, but when he said it, I was like, "That is something she would pick." Damn it! First, because spoiler alert, she's my favorite. And he said River, and I was like, (laughs) "You know, I I royally screwed myself on meeting River's character for the first time." Why? Because I watched. I start. I was starting to watch the series. Mm -hmm. I was trying to get caught up, and the current episode with Matt was on, and it was one with River Song. So you so watched I it out of her, order. So I met her before I met her in the library episode. It I doesn't. Yeah, it's true. It doesn't. You can't. You can't take that back. No. Yeah. You cannot get that back. And, and one of the things that I love, like I, I absolutely love the fact that my friend Sarah Good introduced girl. me to Doctor Who before, or just as Eccleston was coming out. And mm-hmm. no, right before it, because of the fact that he was coming out with the new series and we watched um, uh, Tom Baker when he was with Romana. Oh, cool. So we watched her mom had them and she brought them when she came to stay for summer and we watched all of them. <laughs> and so when Eccleston came on, I was already prepared. I had something in me yeah. that that so that I kind of knew about what it was and I was able to watch them from the first bit on. It isn't until the newer incarnations with Peter and Jody that I've kind of like let them go and then caught up yeah, and let them go. Yeah. yeah. But um, so I got to see all that in order, and that was mm-hmm. a fucking hell of a ride. That's like <laughs> once upon a time. I have yeah. already, I have yeah. said this with other people. You know, once you see Once Upon a Time the first time, you still mm-hmm. love it, but it never has that impact of mm-hmm. seeing it for the first time, waiting for the new episode. Yep. That was a very rare series in which I loved that happening even in that final mm-hmm. season when it was kind of weak yeah. it's like and, and this is totally off the subject but one of my favorite episodes of doctor who is um oh god i forgot the name of it but it was during <laughs> it was during david's david's series um uh, when he was at the school and david Tennant wrote a paper when he was a little kid that said when i grow up i want to be doctor who mm-hmm. oh is it the one with martha where he doesn't have his memory no. No, is it the uh, one no with but Tony? I do love that one. Huh? One with Tony Hicks? Yes. Yeah. So I don't the name of it, but yeah. It's school, school Days or something like yeah, that. Something like that. That's something a very like good that. episode. So the he something's going on weird at the school. Mickey called them back, and he's you know pretending to be a physics teacher, and he's in the teacher's lounge trying to find out why um, 
certain teachers have been leaving and they've been replacing them with, you know, newer teachers and who this, oh. what the new curriculum is and who mm-hmm. this new principal is. And then in walks Sarah, Sarah Jane, Jane. Mm, who yes. was the companion for doctors three and four. And the look, I mean, that was when I truly knew that I said, okay, I get it. The doctor is the same person <laughs> because he looks different, but he was so excited to see her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, David himself, came back. Yeah. <laughs> David himself was fucking beside himself to get to do an mm-hmm. episode with this actress yeah. because he grew up watching her. Yeah. You know, and just. And then she was doing the Sarah Jane Chronicles. And I, <laughs> I love that show too. Oh, I miss her. Yeah. yeah. And then she final, was side, too soon. final side note back to the earlier battle. Blink is my was my first episode of Doctor Who. If and... the question had been who was the scariest villain, yeah. we would probably have had the same answer. Probably. Because they are, I consider them one of the scariest motherfucking villains mm-hmm. ever. Them in the silence. And honestly, in that episode, if anybody wants to watch an episode of Doctor Who, but you don't want to get caught up on the saga or the time, you know, the yeah, the story. I have had, fr- I, I recommended to a friend who doesn't like Doctor Who, I said, you need to go watch this episode. She watched it, loved it, scared the crap out of her, but I, she didn't need to know any of the backstory. Now, correct. she knew who Martha was when she saw her, but she didn't need to know any of the backstory. No, because it's not, yeah. it's about, not about and them. I got my nephew Joseph addicted to Doctor Who with Blink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, Ugh. Nick. Okay. All right, Jody. Where he's not supposed to. All right. All right. Wow me. What is your story arc? Ready? Ready. You. Think large, Jay. My favorite story arc is when we find out who Captain Jack Harkness is. <laughs> okay. Now, in the episode, um, episode one, uh, season one, episode two, The End of the World, that's with Chris and Rose. Okay. You meet the face of Bo. Mm-hmm. You don't learn a lot about him. He's just kind of, he's literally this massive head that's in a jar. And when I say jar, the jar is like five feet tall and probably mm-hmm. like 10 feet wide. I mean, it's huge. Mm-hmm. And you don't really learn anything about him. He's just there. And then you run into him and Dave, it, well, and then we meet Captain Jack in uh, season one, episode nine for the first time. Find out he's a, I don't forget what his occupation was. Time agent. Time agent. He's like Thank a you. time bandit agent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then you're getting money Python time bandits. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, he is a bandito. Anyway, at, um, at some point, Rose takes on part of the TARDIS and brings Captain Jack back to life. He's been killed. Brings him back to life. Well, now he can't be killed. Mm-hmm. But he's still aging. <laughs> <laughs> So then we don't see Jack for quite a while. We see um, the face of Bo in, let's see, he pops up periodically during David's run as the doctor. And David know, David as the doctor knows that he and the face of Bo have known each other for a long time. He just doesn't remember when they first met because he doesn't live his life in a linearly, linear, 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 linear. linear. thank you, fashion. Can't get the damn word out. Um, the face of Bo also tells the doctor at one point, you are not alone, meaning he's the, not the only time Lord, like he thinks he is. And then Q, we meet the master later. True. Uh-huh. So after, uh, season three, episode 13, the last of the time Lords, we've had the master has tried controlling the earth and we've 
actually turn the earth back a year and reset everything. Martha's going home. The doctor has dropped off Captain Jack Harkness because he was helping them also. And I took a quote from the TV series. Captain Jack says, I keep wondering, what about aging? Because I can't die, but I keep getting older. The odd little gray hair, you know, what happens if I live for a million years? And at this point, we've already witnessed the face of Bo's death. Mm -hmm. He died in, um, oh, I wrote it down and I don't remember. It was like, hurry up. Sorry. Um, anyway, uh, then he says, maybe it's, then he, he, um, you find out that, ah, finish it, finish it. it. Okay. You find out that he used to be the poster child when he was a kid living on the Beauchene Peninsula. And he goes, the face of Bo, they called me. And Martha and the doctor are like, the fuck? (laughs) As he walks away. Yeah, that's what we were trying. I'm like, stop thinking about the thing you can't think of. You only got like 10 seconds. Sorry, I'm sorry. I know. And I I screwed myself over because I didn't write down the name of that episode. Okay. So, rebuttal. (laughs) Battles, rebuttal. Well, that's true. You have more, you have rebuttal time, too. I know. All right, because uh, I was gonna say, God damn, I can't choose over that. They're both very good story arcs, and they both have very good endings to them. <laughs> all right, I got my rebuttal. Ready? Mm-hmm. Nope. Okay, first of all, girl, what the hell are you thinking? That is not a story arc. That is never mentioned into the story. It is just something that happens in the background, and we just oh happen to find out. It's oh, it's just kind of an afterthought, but. With the identity of River Song, we're always wondering, who is this woman? How does she know the doctor? Why does she love him? Why did she try to kill him? And then we find out, oh, that's why it had somewhere to go. Yeah, we kept seeing the face of Bo around, but we never, and we asked, oh yeah, who is he? But it was never kind of like a point of the episodes, like they go looking for who he was. It just kind of happened. But with the identity of River Song, You've got a you've got a up and down storyline. You've got roller coasters. You've got intrigue, mystery, killing, and uh, killing. bad guys and alternate timelines. So mine is clearly better. Thank you. I the yield looks, my time. Let me tell you the looks that she was giving. <laughs> put that fire into your rebuttal. That is a beautiful rebuttal. That's what you have to do. You got to get dirty, down and dirty. Do you need a little time? Um, I give you a little time to prepare. Yeah, give me a second. Okay. Today's episode is sponsored by umbrellas because there's always a little bit of shade. (laughs) It's true. true. (laughs) All right. Now that my rebuttal's done, I think Jody is prepared to. You ready? You gonna take him down? I think so. Take them down. Take them down. You got one minute. Ready? Yep. Go. Okay. So River Song is a great arc, but I don't see how you can think that the face of Bo and Captain Jack finding out who they are, because we have the face of Bo through the first three season and River Song. Ooh, she was with three doctors. So was Captain Jack. He was with Chris. He was with David and he was with Jody. And he possibly was with Peter, but we don't, no. 
know about that. Well, 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 you know, Captain Jack. That's a was whole nother any, arc. Anybody that he wanted to be with, you know, there, I mean, at one point he was like, hello there. And David's like, stop it. He goes, I just can't say hi to anybody anymore. <laughs> um, in that episode, Gridlock, when the face of Bo dies, he repeatedly tells David, you were not alone. You were not the last one. And the doctor thinks that he's lying. And that's when he tells Martha, you know, Gallifrey is dead. Everybody's gone. I'm the last person. There's nobody left. And then we meet the master. Okay. This is a hard one. You've actually, I'm so proud of you. You got really funny. <laughs> yes. I, you did a lot better this time around. And both are story arcs that very near and dear to my heart. And you both presented <sighs> very good arguments and rebuttals. I don't know which one. Hmm. Pick me, pick me. <laughs> you cannot influence the judge. Here's a 20. You can't afford to give a 20. <laughs> I can't. I got paid today. <laughs> Here's oh, a I'll let you keep living in the house. <laughs> that is wrong. <laughs> But I'll take the dogs with me. <laughs> I, I give oh you dogs. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I mean, they're both very good arguments, very good rebuttals. And both of you, like, I love the fact that both of you were like, and the piece of resistance is it ends in this. And you with the episode, and you with, like, both of you with the two episodes and the scenes, because, like, Yes. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know what to pick. <laughs> Can you both win? Could, you could declare it a tie. <laughs> I'm going to declare it a tie. I truly, like, truly, like, those are two of my most famous iconic scenes is the the many wives or the many husbands, the husbands of River, of River Song, River Song mm -hmm. with with them on that planet and then him just looking at her like completely like ha ha you know just I mean I feel like he is the epitome of the best version of the doctor of a husband for her yeah mm -hmm. he, at that point he truly when he understood her when he looked at when she was going on and on and on about he doesn't, you know, he certainly doesn't love me and he yeah. wouldn't be stupid enough <laughs> and he just to be standing right next and he's just, he's just Hello, smiling <laughs> at her. That, oh my God, that I love Peter Capaldi and that just got me. Yeah. I mean, did, when, when an actor can emit those emotions that well and... Yeah, I was like, oh. When when she when she realized when she looked at him and realized it, and he just goes, "Hello, sweetie." I'm like, <laughs> yep. But like, you know, talking about like, I mean, of course, John Barrowman, and that is an amazing arc because you keep seeing this face, this face in a tank, and you're like, what the hell is that? And why does he keep there seeing are rumor, it? I mean, people have rumors of how he ended up that way. There's a whole mm -hmm. thing with mm -hmm. the headless monks and mm. yeah. you know, yeah. all that. I'm curious if we'll ever get to see that, like how it I eventually happens. I want to. I mean, I, I, I want to know. Yeah. But I need Moffat to write it because the writers <laughs> they got now are Oh, don't even. Oh. That's, that's a whole nother anyway. rant on Chibnall. But anyway, I, wanted, I was going to say like that is an amazing story arc as well and it's one of the first ones that we get mm -hmm. within the new Doctor Who. Like you meet that I think before you really start getting into River Song because <laughs> yeah. you see him in just the second episode yeah. with Eccleston. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so like when he starts popping up again and you're like, 
oh, this is a thing. And then I love, cause I, re I remember when I was watching that last, that one episode right before the master and all that, um, that whole sequence comes up and he just, he just nonchalantly, oh yeah, they used to call me the face of Bo. And you're like, oh, <laughs> I mean, like, the look on their face and, and any turn like, and he no. walks away and David's like, no, no. <laughs> and Martha's like, <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, so points for both of you. I could not. I just couldn't. I couldn't. Now, I will grade his rebuttal better than your rebuttal because he threw some serious shade. But I am so very proud of you for taking that on. Very well done, my dear. Thank you. Okay. For the first time in nerd battle history. <laughs> wow, considering it's our first episode? Sure. All right. All right. Roll that your die. Turn. It's your oh, turn okay. Roll. I can roll it. Let me just do that. that one. Loaded oh. dice. <laughs> Shit. Jesus, girl. Six. Oh, it's oh, the other we're... Doctor Who one. Are you sure you numbered these randomly? <laughs> this is a die. All right. <laughs> so we're hitting the final. Somehow we wound up doing all three Doctor Who's. Uh, we are doing the final Doctor Who battle, which is the one I picked, which is who, in your opinion, is the worst Doctor Who companion. <laughs> and the using the series. newer series because I am the only one that's really ever watched a lot yeah. of the older ones. Yeah. Um, but even then, the person I picked, I would still pick him. <laughs> so I'm guessing it's me and you? Yes. <laughs> she is thing. All right, let's roll to see who goes first. All right. <laughs> this ought to be interesting. Ten. Ten. Four. Four. I was going to oh, say, you're going to win. I don't, I don't roll very well enough. <laughs> Oh right. Lord have mercy! I'm this one. I'm kind of as I'm not as prepared for because of it's all conjecture. But I we will go. We will see what I what pops out of my mouth. I hope to God we don't have the same one because if we do, I'm not prepared because <laughs> I I truly hate this person as a companion. Yeah, me too. <laughs> all right, you ready? Uh, yes. And... It's not the doctor's granddaughter, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, ready? All right, set. Yes. Go. All right. The worst Doctor Who companion, and I'm going to tell you why, okay. is Clara. Oh, my God. Oh, dear God. I hate this girl. <laughs> the actress, I don't have anything against her, but Clara, okay, I will give it to her. She started off strong when she uh, first met uh, Matt Smith in the when she turned out to be a Dalek on the planet. Cool. Okay. Oh, and then we see her again. Uh, as the barmaid nanny in uh, Attack of the Snowmen, which, okay, cool. She dies. And Matt Smith just starts seeing her everywhere, which we're all like, what the fuck is going on? Until, you know, we get and find out that she's the impossible girl who, you know, yeah, cool that she stepped into, into his timeline to save him on, um, what the hell was the name of the planet? You only get like, yeah, I know. Minutes, um, right? But, but she just got so annoying, especially once Matt Smith left. She, her and Capaldi had no freaking chemistry. It didn't help that it was the new writers and that they made him really grumpy, but she just became really reckless and just started to just do what she wanted. No thing, no rules, nothing. Um, and then uh, she fell in love with one of the uh, one of her fellow teachers, and trying to do all of this and trying to make everything. It, I, 
she's just to me the most annoying little thing and then flies away when she you know she saves somebody and gets killed by a raven and she's in that mo and then uh, the doctor brings her back on Gallifrey in that moment, but uh, one heartbeat away from death. And she's just magically stuck there and she runs off in a stolen TARDIS and they wipe the doctor's mind of her. And uh, it's, it's just, bleh. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. So tell me how you really feel. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, good. I'm going to let him go because he's sleeping now. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> I'm probably going to get destroyed, but, you know. <laughs> I'm not going after you. I uh, know, but, no. All right. You ready? Ready? Yes. Okay. Go. All right. I'm going to argue why the worst companion ever for Doctor Who was motherfucking Rose. She is judgy. She judges everyone from just an appearance, and Doctor Who has always proven time and again that you cannot judge a book by its cover. A companion has no business business being Busy? that judgy, ever. She is selfish as fuck, and she never learns her goddamn lesson. She is willing to destroy the entire world, all of time and space, just to save her dad from dying. She didn't know this man. This man died when she was a baby. And then what's the point? She saves him. They say hello. Those weird gargoyle things destroy everyone and everything and nothing comes back. What's the fucking point? Bad judgment. She doesn't ever bother calling to uh, calling her mom and tell um, to tell her that she's leaving off with the ninth doctor. They have they're all attacked by the anti-plastic. She knows that her mom was attacked. She knows that her mom because her mom called her and she knows that she was all upset over it. No, not even, hey, are you, I was worried about you. Are you okay? They just make off, whatever. She goes missing for a whole goddamn year. Never calls but the one time when she thought that she was the last of her kind. Selfish. She is always bitchy when another female comes around to get any attention whatsoever. It feels uh, like she uh, has the need to prove that other women are as shallow and as vain as she is. Um, and then, so also she is so selfish that she is, uh, forces her infatuation and obsession that she has thinking that she's in love with the doctor and he is forced to create a second version of himself to get rid of her. He doesn't want to hurt her feelings. Wow. He's an, obs and, but she doesn't want to commit, uh, he doesn't want to create an obsessed monster. So he has to duplicate himself to get her off his back. Also, she's a pointless companion. And the stolen earth and journey's end, the doctor says he needs all his companions to save the day. She's nowhere. They still save the day. They don't fucking need her. That's all I got. I got more, but that's all I'm going to say for now. She was there at journey's end. No, no one ever sees her. She keeps trying and trying and trying, but no one ever sees her. Because she's in a whole different dimension at that point or parallel universe or whatever. Because she's always like, doctor, doctor, but no one can ever see her. And she gets really upset that no one can ever see her. And I'm like, look, bitch, no one gives a crap. And you are not needed to save the day. Oh, Journey's End was a two-parter, though. Yes, she, it was. She, But she was in, like, the second part of it. You, you see her, but no one else does. 
Okay, I must be remembering a part. You might be way. remembering a different episode. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. Never mind. I got a re- I got parts for rebuttal, so don't worry. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. One, two, three. Okay. So just to get a few points from you. One, Rose didn't create the second doctor. It was uh during Donna's turn on there when she was trying to save everybody. Um, and it was that metacarpal genesis. He had his hand, and because the something happened with the TARDIS, it came out. Yeah, but, but because I didn't they were say in she that, created it. Yep, you did. No, no, no. She or the doctor created. Yeah, the doctor did not create it. It was an accident. Tomato, tomato. The doctor comes from him. Created anyway. Keep going. But it was he did not. So he loved her too. She was not just obsessed with him. He was in love with her, but he couldn't do it because she was human. He's a time lord. She he's going to outgrow her, and you know she's just going to die. So that's the reason why he couldn't let himself love her. But you can tell that he loved her. Yeah, she was a little greedy and uh, a little needy, but you know what? Human isn't. <laughs> oh, 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 there we go. All right. And Clara's 50 times more annoying. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> You're done. That's your rebuttal. Ready? Mm hmm. Okay. First of all, I didn't say that Rose created him. I said it was created for Rose. Now, you are mm-hmm. correct that it, but that uh, it came from the, the hand and all. But he was created, she, he did get created and given to Rose. And I'm, I'm sorry. He did not love her in a romantic way, but she was obsessed and in love with him and he could not hurt her that way. But if he were to have rejected her in that way, just to say, no, I only love you as like a friend or a sister or a family member, a whole other monster could have been created. Harriet Jones, before she was prime minister, also says, you're a very violent young woman. So maybe that's actually the catalyst to turning that 10th doctor into the violent solo maniac he becomes later on. Thank you very much. And hello, the way she treats Mickey. The entire series. He even gets uh, implicated as a fucking murderer for when she goes missing. Does not even care when she comes back. Now you want to talk about uh, obsessive. Mickey was obsessive. No, no, we're done. We're done. (laughs) I also really, I do agree that Clara, I love Clara, but I do not like Clara with uh, Capaldi. That it just didn't mix well. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I hate, like Rose is my least favorite of all the companions. (laughs) All right, Miss Impartial. It's hard to be impartial when you love that show so much. (laughs) The way she treats Mickey. Mic drop. I agree with you on the way she treats Mickey, but I didn't really care for Mickey that much myself. Yeah. Oh, I love Mickey. No, he, I love he was the like a little puppy dog trying to follow up, and he wasn't exactly. And she's the like, brightest. "Oh, you didn't hook up with anybody while I was gone." He was like, "Oh, well. that's because if you remember from the first episodes, she even called. She leads him on the entire time. She knows that she can abuse him and use him because he's infatuated with her." But she never once loves him that way back, but doesn't ever tell him. And, she just leads him off. But but he's but he comes over and he's like, 
he says, how are you doing? You know what? You need to go to the pub and have a drink and get over this. And she goes, is there a match on? Yeah, but that's and just like, well, normal. Like, catch the last five She's that's like, just normal go. fun stuff. But what I'm, yeah. I'm talking about, like, she'll, she'll like, he'll be like, she'll be like, this is my boyfriend. He's like, kiss. And she's like, uh. and I'm like, no, I know too many women who use and abuse men who wear their hearts on their sleeves because they know they can. That's what that bitch well, is. And not to mention, uh, this Sorry, other, we're getting more rebuttals. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> one, I just have to make this final point. The one who was, to, you want to talk about obsessive? Martha, Martha. Jones. That girl I was know. super obsessed with the doctor. She was, but I love Martha. I can't hate her. I I like her, but it's that was she the one thing about her. I'm just like, I mean, okay. I didn't <laughs> find her annoying. I liked her. All right. I don't, anyway. I don't agree that the doctor created his... I agree. It, it, I agree it, with Chris's point. The doctor did not create the second version of himself for Rose. He just gave it to her. He just gave it to her. He was human. Tomato, tomato. No, no, because he gave. I mean, because you don't have he to give it there, to him. But he wasn't there when he was created. He was. The, Donna was stuck in the TARDIS that was being destroyed. With you know, and she created the new out of his hand that. Uh, no, I, I understand that, Captain but Jack you're saved. you're talking just what literally happened on the screen, and I'm talking about what eventually he like putting him there. He's giving him to her, almost like, well, here I cre- this has been created. Well, in my head, it was the best of both worlds. You're done. In my head, it was the best of both worlds because she got, and, I, and this my this is just me talking because I love them together, but. It was the best of the world. She got one that was going to age. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not done. It, it it was the best of both worlds because she got she got to have her doctor, the one that she truly fell for, to live with her, you know, and he was going to age the same time as her. Yeah, but obsessed monsters shouldn't always get what they want. I'm obsessed monster. I don't – I never saw it that way. Yeah. On Chris's argument on Clara, I don't know. All I heard was, and maybe I interpreted it wrong, but all I heard was, I hate this actress. I can't stand this part. What? Why Why did they create this person in the first place? That's all. That's what I got from your No, argument. I didn't hate the actress. I hate the character. <laughs> the writing. Yeah, he said, I, yeah. I don't hate the, char- the, ca- the actress. He did say that. Okay. I mean, and maybe you can blame the writing, but I didn't think Clara was that bad. I mean, as, le- as much as I love Rose, <laughs> I have to give it to Crystal. I, I don't want to, but I have to. <laughs> I, I kind of figured, because I'm like, the, the, main, the main thing is just annoying. But, yeah. Bravo. Thank you. <laughs> you have to... Build stuff up. Yeah, I know, but uh, to me, I just, I just, I mean, think she was the worst. Did I really hate everything? This thing about Rose, like I totally blew a lot of that out of proportion. <laughs> yeah. But truly, I hate Rose. I think she's the worst companion, and I know that I'm like the very big minority on that. Yeah, you are, because people love her, and I think she's annoying as fuck. <laughs> I was I so thought, happy when we moved on. I her. thought she, although she, she has some really great episodes. When she came back, I thought she'd shown how much she grew up. Yes. Now, when you're talking about her moving on and then coming back, like her playing Bad Wolf and stuff like mm-hmm. that, way better. But this whole puppy dog move, like 
it feels legit with Mickey, and you can see that she's leading him on. Mm-hmm. But him with her, uh, her with him, like you don't see the doctor leading her on no, at all. She just keeps falling in love. When she, because but she, he never addresses it either. When well, when she first met Sarah Jane, and she says, "So what? Am I just another one in the long list of people? You know, women yeah. you're going to be with." And she said, what, you know, what's going to, well, I thought we're, and he goes, what, and then that's when he turned, he goes, you, you can spend the rest of your life with me. I can't spend the rest of my Mm -hmm. life with you. It's another reason why I think that she had no business being a companion. She was too young. She was too young and too immature. Yeah. Is a thing. She was very selfish, very judgy. She never learns her lesson ever. From the minute he finds her to the minute he leaves her on the beach with his fake pseudo self, like she till the end, and even later on when we find her again a little bit later, is like the biggest judgy selfish bitch I've ever seen. Like it takes her a long time to find her grow later. Up. That was the last we see of her when he leaves her on the beach with. Him. No, no, no. When she comes back for other like minor cameos. All right. So on that note. We are going to go ahead and take a quick break, and we'll be right back after a word from me. Hey, everybody. Chris here. We'd like to remind you that you can keep up with us outside of the podcast by following us on Twitter at It's MRW Podcast, or just search for My Random World. I like to post updates, pictures, and just some random stuff. Also, if you'd like to influence the show, shoot us an email at myrandomworldmail, M-A-I-L, at gmail.com. You can send us show ideas, suggestions, some random questions, or just a shout-out, and we'll work it into the show. We would love to hear from you guys. Now, back to the shenanigans. Okay, and we are back. So we're going to go ahead and move on to the next section. So, Jody, you want to roll up. the dice and see what we're going to talk next. Three. Nope. Already done that. Four. Already done. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I had a one, a two, and a five. Two. Two. Best superhero, well, best Marvel franchise movie. That's you two. <laughs> All right. Rolling. Eleven. Can you get a twelve? Nope, and a four. <clears throat> okay. If you pick mine, I'm fucked. Because. <laughs> what do you pick? You want me to tell you? Well, yeah, because I could probably pull up another one out of my ass and let you go first, <laughs> if that's true. Or Ragnarok. Oh, no. You're okay. good. You're good. I need a timer. All right. I'm, I'll just. Oh, well. Hold on. All right. Ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. She got the hang of this. I know. Ready? Yep. Go. Okay. So, for me, the best Marvel franchise movie, especially if we're talking about superheroes, is X2 X-Men United. It is the ninth highest grossing film of 2003 and arguably the pioneer of why superhero films are now taken seriously as blockbuster money makers. Just give it to her now. Prove... <laughs> It proved the mass public wanted comic movies, okay? 
it um, it gathered its story from a big Wolverine story that kind of everyone knows revolving around his adamantium and Stryker. And it also gave plenty of screen time to the other characters inside stories. It wasn't just that I threw up Wolverine area, area for money movie. It beautifully tells intricate stories in full while gloriously setting up for a third movie that is a story in its own. It can stand alone and it sets the stage for the next one. It is a rarity of being a sequel that is also superior to its original predecessor. And sequels are usually the ones that are worse. Okay? It's also dark as fuck. It does not shy away from the heavy-hitting themes such as keeping races pure, mutants as the other, and needing to keep people safe. Think LGBTQIA, trans lives, Black Lives Matter, all of that. And even the act of spinning um, of... Uh, <clears throat> keeping uh, children in cages is an act of a good and heroic feat because they are other and possibly dangerous to the public. <laughs> Hello. It has iconic scenes and battles. The cat licking the, the edge off the edge of Wolverine's claws. Magneto escaping his prison with blood spattered iron. Two of them as balls all, or <laughs> sorry, I'm 12, <laughs> orbiting around him as he floats away. If you are a fan of the comics, you know how iconic that image is. And I'm going to talk about Deathstrike. That fight in the death scene with Wolverine is epic and, and gruesome, like, like hella gruesome. And it's done delicately with less, less as more, unlike the MCU, which has to do everything fucking bombastically. How am I doing on time? 30 seconds. 30 seconds. So... No, I'm going to end it there because my last thing is I only have one more point and right. it's it's it can be part of the rebuttal. <laughs> and you know I love Thor. Tell Ragnarok. me how you really feel. You <laughs> know I love Thor Ragnarok, but let's let let's be honest. Let's be honest. X Men Two is the better film. Anyway, keep going. You ready? You smack me down. I am going to try. You ready? Eight. Three. Yeah, go. Okay. Are you sure? <laughs> Three, two, one. My favorite movie, and this came as a surprise to myself, because I have not seen any of the Thor movies. But Crystal dragged me to see Ragnarok. I mean, the music. It, it, I drug you. and You, you didn't it. have to. I heard the music in the preview. I had to go see it. And Stan Lee cutting Thor's hair... And when Thor comes out with the short hair, I went, huh, maybe it was the hair. Because I liked him a lot better with short hair than long hair. I love the whole scene, like, and Jeff Goldblum, we don't need to even say anymore. But the whole scene where Thor is being made to attack uh, the champion, and the champion comes out, and Thor's like, yes, we're friends from work. <laughs> But the Hulk is kind of too into being the Hulk and doesn't really recognize what's going on and proceeds to pound him into oblivion. Um, Kate was amazing as we find out that Thor has a sister, which I don't read the comics, so I don't know a lot of these tangents, these story arcs. But finding out that, you know, they had this sister that is evil and she was just amazing and as part uh, little funny bits where you have Thor comes back to his home planet 
to find he thinks his father is watching a play of when Loki dies and it's Sam Neill, Luke Hemsworth, the older brother, the oldest brother, and um, Matt Damon <laughs> playing all the parts. And then Thor figures out that, hey, this is not my father. This is actually my brother who's not really dead, even though there's a big you know statue out in front. And uh, in the end, they have they find out that Ragnarok means they have to I can't what the hell is the name of their planet? I just went Asgard. Thank you, Asgard. Asgard needs to be destroyed. And their father had been living in Norway, and so they just decided to turn Norway into the new Asgard. They said, wherever we're home is wherever we are, this is Asgard. So they just kind of made their their own home. Um Taki Watiti is an amazing director. And had a really fun part in it as well. And she's going to cut my arm off unless you guys take her. Oh, you can, you can let it go. Uh, the music, Led Zeppelin. I mean, it doesn't get any better. You're not even a Led Zeppelin fan. I'm, I am too a Led Zeppelin fan. You always told me you don't like uh, Okay, I, I, mean, I can't. I did not true. say I don't like Led Zeppelin. <laughs> but when he, the, I can't remember the title of the song now. I, did I write it down? Immigrant song. Immigrant song. Yes, and when he's coming down, and and his sister takes his eye out, and there's like no, there's no love lost in the family there at all. Okay. All right, rebuttal. <laughs> all right, rebuttal. One minute. All right, hold on. Uh, hold on. Let me find where I was. Yes. Okay. Go. Okay. So. I can't argue that it's not a good movie. It is. It's probably my second choice as being one of the best of the Marvel franchise. But a story needs more than just music to be the best of the best. You have hard-hitting themes in X-Men 2. Things that not only, not only were poignant in 2005, but now in 2021 have come to a head and we are now hitting on us in civil with, with civil war. Ooh, a better civil war than the other civil war. But I'm going to just drop it with this. The X-Men early Marvel soon, uh, universe, that casting is bar none. The best fucking casting they have ever done for any, I'm sorry, even in the MCU. Because you have Alan Cummings as Nightcrawler with this one. Patrick Stewart as Professor X. Ian McKellen as Magneto. Hugh as Wolverine, Famke Jensen as Jean, James Marsden as Cyclops, Rebecca Romaine as Mystique. She's the best one out of all of them. Sean Ashmore, and I could go on. And that's coming from a person who doesn't know who the actors are that play. I know the fucking X-Men cat. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Because normally I'll be like, hey, what about this actor? Although like, I don't think their Kitty Pride was better. Their Shadow Cat was, <laughs> is better as Elliot in all the right. next one. All right. Yeah. Jody, rebuttal. <laughs> Ready? Right. One minute and go. I don't think Thor Ragnarok is all about the music. You have we do lose Odin in this movie. Um you find, you know, Asgard is destroyed. We learn about the sister. We learn that Odin wasn't always a nice person. Because at one point Odin and and I cannot think of their sister's name right now. Hella. 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 They ruled, and it wasn't it wasn't a good place to live. And she reiterates that by you know killing half the Asgardians. Until genocide. Genocide. 
until they can, you know, until I, I just, I, Elba, Idris Elba tries to, you know, help them escape and my eight seconds. Um, yeah, it's not all about the music. You, the family dynamic. Well done, Matt. Well done. I'm Much extremely better. proud of you right now. It brings a tear to my eye. You, I mean, you fought me <laughs> tooth and nail. I don't know where this, how this is going to go. I, tr I truly, I mean, even if I was the impartial judge, even I would have been like, man, I don't know. I, I might choose Thor. <clears throat> okay, first half, I do have to say it was a little rocky. I was definitely leaning toward you, Crystal, because you brought up, you know, the battles and everything, the, you know, the the issues I face that I didn't even think about because God knows it's been a while since I've seen X2. We watched and then it. it. I introduced her to it yesterday. And, then it, and I was like, oh, I remember And then it that. leads into the worst of the X-Men movies. No, it is not. <laughs> I loved The Last Stand. I absolutely love it. And I, I stick by this. If you don't like The Last Stand, you're not a true lover of those comics. You just didn't get it. I haven't um, seen Dark Phoenix, though. Yeah. Or New Mutants. Um, but on the second round, on the rebuttals, Jody's kind of got me there because, yeah, she brought up the family issues, you know, the destruction of Asgard. She uh, did good, man. I think I'm going to have to give it to Jody. I don't agree with that, but <laughs> I absolutely respect <laughs> Yay! I still think it's bullshit, but I agree. All right. <laughs> All right. I'll let the dog sleep with her tonight. She'll be fine. Yeah, that's true. All right. Five. Oh, five? five was uh, best kick-ass franchise overall. Okay. So I that's, think that's you and me. me. Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, four. Okay. Oh, well, apparently I'm with the... <laughs> I'm sitting here like... What I'm missing one. I don't have for worst single movie in the franchise because dumbass, I'm not the one arguing that one. Oh, I'm special today. I am special today. Oh shit. What? Oh well. What? <laughs> Did you not get one for that? No, no, I have one, but then I just realized that I I haven't seen five through seven, so maybe it's not the worst movie in the franchise. It doesn't matter <laughs> to you as of right now. It is the worst, movie, the worst movie in that franchise, franchise. and that's yeah. all anyone has to that's know. Right, that's true. Come right. on, girl. All right. Category is best kick-ass franchise, and uh, for this, it, you choose why it's kick-ass. Kick-ass mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily mean because it's a super, it's an action franchise or anything. It's mm -hmm. why is this a bomb diggity kick-ass franchise? Mm -hmm. All right. You ready? Yes. All right, Crystal, go. So for me, the best kick-ass franchise is The View Askin Universe, which is Kevin Smith, Jay and Silent Bob. So it is a franchise that is the epitome of 90s and early 2000s culture and feel. You have Clerks 1 and 2, Chasing Amy, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, Jay and Silent Bob's Reboot, and the creme de la creme, Dogma. They defined our generation and gave birth to a whole subgenre of stoner movies with heart before Rogan did stand it. Now, I do like Seth Rogan, but still. <laughs> 
They have iconic moments that made us think inward. They made us laugh. They made us cry. They even scarred us for life. We have the entire story of chasing Amy. Hello. We're talking LGBTQIA before we had LGBTQIA+. Movies. The death scene. The massacre of movies. The third nipple from Mallrats. Alanis Morissette as God. Mark Hamill as Cockknocker. I am the clit. Chronic and blot man. And who can forget? Ass to mouth. That's what Each. popped in my head when you said they, you know, they like they traumatize us. That's right what was in my head. Each movie is not only a perfect specimen of witty stoner and 90s apathetic humor, <clears throat> but the characters are very real and down to earth and they're layered. Each had a story with heart and something to say, even if it is hidden within crazy shenanigans. Can, and also, can we talk about the actors associated with the movies? Ben Affleck, actually acting and acting well. Who knew he could do that? Matt Damon, Janine Garofalo. It's a who's who of comedians. Rosario Dawson, the comic book men squad. Alanis Morissette, Alan fucking Rickman. Selma Hayek, Chris Rock. George fucking Carlin, uh -huh. Jason Lee, Shannon Doherty, Morris Day, and the fucking time. <laughs> and I'm done. Hmm? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, I forgot about Carrie Fisher. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Carrie's in it. Of course Carrie's going to be in it. Hello. <laughs> I'm sitting there going. All right, sir. Are you ready? I guess so. This jokes? I did not even write notes on just because <laughs> oh. because it's it's one to my heart. Okay. So. Okay. You ready? Yep. One, two, go. All right. So my definition of kick-ass is a little different from yours. I'm going for the fantasy, the fantastic, the magic, the wonder that is the Harry Potter franchise. Okay. I mean, this brought a whole new generation of kids to books and then brought those books to the movies. They, the books are so good and they tried to fit as much as they could into the movies. The acting is so fantastic. You got Daniel Radcliffe, the late great Helen Rickman as Professor Snape. You cannot beat that. Uh, the settings of Hogwarts, the magic, the special effects, the storyline that gets to your hearts, that has the comic uh, element, has the dark elements like in Goblet of Fire where they kill off Cedric Diggory. Um, you've got the Voldemort coming after Harry because he uh, was the child that lived when he was uh, just a baby. There's so much. There's dragons. There's magic. There's fire. There's time travel. There's mythical creatures. It's just so good. And just to find out that, you know, there's magic just beyond the sight of muggles or normal people. Uh, it's just amazing. And then going from the, the books and not to, oh, speaking of uh, amazing actors in this, Helena Bonham Carter and uh, Ray Fiennes as Bellatrix and uh, Voldemort. <laughs> so such a good combo. Um, it's like a Tim Burton reunion. <laughs> um, but it's it's not just that. It's the heart that's underneath it. 
Um, like I, for, you know, yeah, they separate you by into groups of your own kind, but you mix and mingle with other people. But like, I always, you know, thought, oh, the Ravenclaws with the smarts and everything and come to find out I'm more of a, I'm more of a Hufflepuff being loyal, hardworking, you know, just salt of the earth people. And just, it's just so amazing the world that they created and then, you know, from the movies expanding into the theme park world with the Wizarding World of Harry Potter at Universal. I mean, even with that, you know, you can experience the magic. It's all about that feeling. You know, I watch those movies and I feel like I'm a kid again. And I just think that is the most kick-ass thing. And I'm done. Okay. All right. <clears throat> All right, you ready? Yes. All right, go. Okay, so if you want to talk about feeling like a kid and that nostalgia thing, Kevin Smith's movies totally like that. We grew up in the '90s. We know it's like that mall humor, that apathetic humor. It had the uh, the feel of what it was like to be alive back then. Snape, My Chemical Romance, all grown up, please. <laughs> Hand me another one. All right, <laughs> Harry Potter advocates for the treating of women like shit to prove that you like them. Exhibit A, Ron Weasley, each and every fucking time. And then when he's mad at Harry, treats him like shit until Harry just lets him go. No good. Harry Potter 4, the worst of all the Harry Potter movies. That's the one with Cedric and it goes on for like five fucking hours. It took me 10 times to watch it to even make any sense whatsoever. And then don't even talk to me about sorting people into the houses. You're pitting everyone against each other, kids, every, every year in a battle royale situation. That's evil. All right. Evil. I'm just saying evil. Kids in cages. I don't know what you're talking about <coughs> Battle Royale <laughs> Alright And they talk about genocide Genocide Let's kill all It's a animals. running theme Apparently I didn't even know what it was going to be I love it I don't know why Who knew Alright you ready Yeah one, two, three. Okay. One, like I said, I don't know why you're thinking of Battle Royale. Yes, they are in different sections. But, of course, you know, everybody has their cliques and everything. And they do mix around. So it's not like they're like, oh, you're bad. But except for Slytherin, which are the evil people. You're but, making another group. <laughs> but uh, the which Battle Royale, they have the house cup. It's just uh, academics and testing and points and thing they're they're not like battling each other like trying to kill each other <coughs> and granted goblet of fire was the worst out of the movies but it's eight movies there's bound to be one stinker in it <laughs> um if they would have shortened some of the things yes it would have been good but overall um it's yes the 90s are great but it's just about putting you into this completely different world than you've ever been into and just making you feel immersive in it. Okay. All right, Miss Jody. You say that, yes, there are different houses, but they immerse with each other. Well, except for Slytherin, because you don't want to hang out with them. 
Well, and to be honest, none of them really interact with each other. So except I guess for Hufflepuff we'll just, sometimes. You know, our friends that say they're Slytherin, we'll just, you know, we don't... We we're just going to vilify them. We're, just, we're not going to talk to Shantae anymore. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you're Slytherin. You're evil. I can't deal with you. They mix around in like your hearts and that and that's what they're all about. We're just going to make Heathers with Harry Potter. <laughs> I love Alan Rickman, but him is... Sna- Oh, oh he God. was just iconic. No, he, yes, wasn't. he was. No, I mean, I, lo- I, I he's fun, but I'm like, seriously, you're just emo the first boy, one. Up. But he, he, his character grew in the. Okay, okay, ones, okay. But... Anyway, all right, you guys are done. Um, we are. Man, I because it's two very different franchises. Like yes, they are. It, it, when I look at. Kevin Smith's movies. I know these people. I grew up with these people. I'm, you know, I've been to that mall. I've been, you know, I've I've been to the, you know, the video store to to rent movies. I, you know, flirted with the guy at the counter, and he was like, "Here," and I got free movies. And (laughs) (laughs) he's like, "Well, if you don't like it." I won't charge you. We Guess to, what? I don't like it. We used to go to Suncoast because he was because of that one, the one guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. I mean, <laughs> on one point, on one, you've got you know books, the books that were written, and then you've got this shit that just came out of Kevin Smith's head, and but also not really came out of his head because these were people that he grew up with. I mean. Watching comic book men, you know that he he grew up like all the characters were, you know, that was him, Dante and um, what's his name from Clerks, that was him and Brian. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you find out that, oh, this, I mean, when we started watching comic book men, you find out that all these characters, that's who all these people are based on. And it's comparing real world to fantasy. It's hard. You don't have to compare the two. No, I know. You're, I know. I know. I know. I'm comparing yeah, your arguments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Your arguments. Because I love both. It helps that I love both. It took me longer to get into Kevin Smith's stuff than it did Harry Potter, but. Put all of that out of your head. I know. I know. And with just, the arguments that the we arguments gave, that gave, yes. I mean, it helps that you know the yeah what we're talking about. But oh, I hate this part, <laughs> girl. You got to come up with something. I know. I know. I'm trying. I'm. I'm not dragging this out on purpose. Trust me. This is torture because I don't. You both argued it really well. I don't. I'm having trouble choosing. <laughs> Thank you. That's what was in my head. Also, you did not. Yeah, my fucking head. <laughs> I don't want to. Ah! Another tie. <laughs> I don't think it was a tie. I, it's very, very, very close. I'm sorry, Chris. I gotta, I gotta give it to Crystal. Yes. Right. 
I was I was sweating bullets there. I was <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> All right, so we don't need to roll the dice for this one. Rest. We know our final category for the movie franchises is going to be the worst movie in a franchise. Category is <laughs> stinkers. That's right. <laughs> All right, and who is it? Me and and Jody. Me and Jody. Okay. All right, let's roll the die and see All who right. argues first. Three. Real of morality. Four. Turn, turn, turn. <laughs> Tell us the lesson that we right. should learn. Three and Yep. Oh. <laughs> All right, dear. You ready? Ah. <laughs> um. I don't know. We might have. The, I don't think we'll have the same thing because you've seen. <laughs> you have more knowledge but i mean she was <laughs> racking her brain because she's yeah. got a few stinkers and she's this like, Which one, one just do I stuck do? out of my head me in the so. bathroom, so. <laughs> <laughs> fitting. Very I, did. Fitting. I came up from the bed didn't i i came up from the bathroom and i said i got oh, it that's right I we got are it. cheesers <laughs> i got it all right you ready i'm ready all right go yo okay worst single movie in a franchise i think is saw four okay i was able to get they uh, years ago they did a, a a deal at our local theater called Saw Fest and we bought it to, it was like twelve bucks and we saw one two and three and then at midnight they debuted four they were like they didn't this was back before um, everything was online like you would still call the theater and find out you know I didn't write down what year the movie came out but you would call the theater and find out movie times and that's how I found out about it there were like. 15 of us in the theater and it was theater one, which was huge. Oh, it's before the re um, they redid the movie theater at downtown Disney. When the movie was over with this guy, we just all sat there and the guy behind me goes, is anybody else confused? And I went, uh huh. And we all just started laughing because it made no fucking sense. I have watched the movie at least twice. I've read synopsis. Like I get kind of what they were trying to go for, but so basically you jigsaw is dead they find a cassette they play the cassette and this officer is um forced to take part in a game and he eventually has to get to <clears throat> one or two other people uh, that officers that are stuck standing on a block of ice that is slowly melting and if it melts completely then they will whatever they were hooked up to they will die i can't remember what it was but while they are trying to figure out where he is, this other police officer who says she has studied Jigsaw from the very beginning and she knows everything about him. She's like, this is all about, you know, fame for him and getting his name. And I'm sitting there in the theater going, bitch, no, he is about teaching you a lesson. <laughs> and I know I'm sympathizing with the killer, but I mean, come on. That's all he was about. Everybody that he captured, he was. These were not nice people, and he was teaching them a lesson. Now his protege, Amanda, she didn't really get the point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when in Saw Three, I thought they tied it up nice, neat little bow. We could have stopped there. We now have seven movies, which I need to finish watching the series. But after the fourth one, I was like. I, I can't. I mean, the first movie was so good, and then the fourth one just oh so my, bad. Oh my it god, broke the franchise. I mean, you did learn about his wife and his baby. You learned out why you learned why he is the way he is, but it just, yeah, just awful. I still don't get it. 
All right. Oh, headache. <laughs> that deserves a double knee. It did. It did. All right. All right. So going into my pick. I don't think you had saw. No. I don't think we even saw the no. I think we stopped at three. Uh, yeah. No, you're good stopping at three. I think three <laughs> yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, they left it open for a sequel at the end of three, but I could have just stopped at three. <laughs> this will be fun because I've never watched Saw 4, but I know the Saw franchise. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ready? 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 Go. All right. This one should not even need any freaking argument because we've all agreed on this at one point. The worst movie in a franchise is the infamous, horrible Batman versus Superman. Oh my fucking God. This was the worst thing. Two hours out of my life. Was it two or two? Three. One of them that I will never get back. Let's start with the plot holes. The plot holes were so big you could drive a Mack truck through it. Um, <laughs> like one thing would happen and then completely forget. You're like... Where, what happened to this? Then they're trying to fit 17 different storylines into a movie. You've got Lex Luthor over here. You've got Batman over here. you got this over here, this over here. And then all of a sudden, oh, look, there's Wonder Woman. The hell? <laughs> it's like, come on. And then Batman and Superman fighting for no freaking reason. And they talking while they're fighting. And all of a sudden... Oh, we're just going to stop. Your mother's name was Martha? My mother's name was Martha. Get out. Oh, we're best friends now. No, no, no. Horrible. Wrong. <laughs> I'm like, this is, I'm like, don't get me wrong. Some DC movies are good, but this, oh dear God. The best thing in the movie was the 15 minutes Wonder Woman was in there fighting because Gal Gadot is fucking awesome as Wonder Woman. The movie, that movie was awesome. But anyway, that's for another time. <laughs> but I mean, they, it's, it was just so wrong. And then all of a sudden, you know, at the end, Superman's dead. You, the, what the fuck? I, somehow Batman got kryptonite and, it, oh. It makes my head hurt. We're sitting in the theater looking at each other like, what the fuck just happened? Why? why, why? We're still to this day. I'm like, I don't care how many recuts they get. I am not watching this shit again. I'm like, give me my time back. And I give up my time to that. <laughs> this will be even ground because I absolutely remember nothing from Batman versus Superman. Oh, it was well, that's that good bad. because I was sitting next to you and I remember every part of when that he died because these two idiots sitting next to me would not shut the fuck <laughs> up. You two. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Oh, were we complaining about the movie? Uh-huh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you disagree with what we were saying? I didn't think it was as awful. <laughs> Wait, well, let me get, let me get all right, rebuttal. Yeah, so, rebuttal. It's really funny because, like, you saying all this stuff, I was like, God, I don't even remember all that. Like, that movie was so bad that I've, like, wiped it from my memory. Pretty much, no, it, I, I wasn't that into the movie, so I don't remember yeah. all of the plot holes and everything. <laughs> I just remember, and start me up here. Start, go ahead. Okay. Start me up. I remember when they're that final battle where Superman dies and these two people who I consider, you know, two of my best friends are sitting next to me. Would you just kill him already? 
and that came from Crystal. <laughs> and then when 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 he died, also came from Crystal. Ding dong, which is <laughs> and I'm like, would you shut up? I'm trying to watch the fucking movie. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Anyway. I don't remember that. I do. That's why. That's yeah. I, I, I guess it was a bad movie. Do I want to watch it again? No. I I I did not. I remember the whole thing about the same like the mothers being their same name and but yeah yeah my my experience with the movie was kind of um because of my you know these two idiots next to me um <laughs> bring it all back to saw bring it all back bring it all back to saw you saw it just i mean honestly we could have finished like i said we could have finished with the third movie it's okay finish your thought okay we could have finished with the third movie the fourth movie Yes, we got to know his backstory, but other than that, I don't, I, I don't remember a lot about it because I mean I had to look up and read synopsis again because I'd forgotten so much because <laughs> it just literally when it was over we just all sat there and I mean it was you could hear a pin drop in that theater because we're all just going, what did we just watch? <laughs> what? Huh? Yeah, yeah, not the not the best. Yeah. Okay, my rebuttal, I don't even need a timer. I have a swift, succinct rebuttal, and that's it. <laughs> the difference between these two movies is uh, the Saw franchise with this and that, it's forgettable. It's just a what the hell. The Batman versus Superman is just a clusterfuck from beginning to end, and that's what... A worst movie will do. It's just kind of stops you dead. It's also forgettable because we both. <laughs> <laughs> well, but. I mean, between that and the horrific horrificness that was uh, Suicide Squad and then Justice League, <laughs> yeah. and it put yeah. me off of all DC forever and ever. But right. all right, um, okay. So points to both of you for making me laugh out loud for both of them <laughs> because like especially like <laughs> like oh our mothers are both named martha let's be friends because i remember we got to that point and i was like the fuck and then they made fun of that at halloween horror nights <laughs> i do remember that <laughs> um and i am sorry i ruined the movie for you <laughs> Sounds I just like, remember that sounds like shit I would do. Like, <laughs> I know this movie sucks, but can I watch it, please? We're not at home. <laughs> I probably didn't realize you could hear us. I hear everything. <laughs> Sorry. 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 <laughs> um, but uh, I am going to go with Chris on this. <laughs> like, yo. <laughs> And that oh, concludes our battle royale. Yeah. Um, if we've made it into two sections, which I probably think it will, ooh. thank you for listening to both. If you're, if I cut it down enough to make it to one, thank you, thank you for sticking around because right. we, our, our we're just get away from I, us. I, we I, are the geekdom here. I will tell you, I did win, <laughs> but I only had three. You both had two. Yeah. <laughs> So How we did we six, stack? We that? have six points to give out. Yeah. Well, sorry, you have we have four. You have the two of you together have four together. You have two points. She has two points. I have three points. It's because I gave a tie. Yeah. So um had we gotten a tie, or was it me and Jody? If me and Jody had gotten a tie or whatever, like it would have been different. But 
I only won by one point. Mm-hmm. You guys did an excellent job, and I'm very, very <laughs> proud of you. I don't know if I'll do that. I don't know if I can handle doing this again with you. <laughs> Next time you'll be even as, better prepared. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I need you to bring it. I need you to bring it. Hey, I brought it. You did bring it. You brought it. It had shade. already did. been brought it. <laughs> but uh, yes, I hope you enjoyed that as much as we did. Remember, the object of that was not always to be completely correct, but to argue an opinion as yes. to why yours should be what. Um, so uh, I don't know what's going to come next, but uh, you want to pull us out? Yep. So, <laughs> well, that's a whole other one, Will. That's what she said. But yeah. Uh, well, you know, Magneto and his balls. Uh, Genocide. <laughs> So, yeah, just uh, make sure to keep up with us uh, by sending us an email. Uh, We'd love to hear from you, as always. Um, Follow us on Twitter, and we will see you next time with more shenanigans from us, as always. Hope you enjoyed. (laughs) From our little random world to yours. (laughs) Have a good night. We'll see you on the flip. (laughs) Bye.